Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Network Hour podcast. Today, I want to wish everyone a happy Women's History Month. And I want to give a shout out to my mom because it's Women's History Month. And I want to give a shout out to her because she's a powerful, strong woman. She gave me the drive that I have today. And I just want to send a shout out to her way back home in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Oh, I wish I was in St. Vincent right now because the weather is nice down there. I can go to the beach, but we're here. So hopefully we get to the good weather soon. But I just want to welcome everyone to the podcast today. I want to get it out so you can listen it over the weekend and really get some great tips from today's topic. We have a special guest speaker with us that is kicking off the Women's History Month. Uh, this month, uh, the podcast is going to be all about women, and we're going to be tackling different topics, real-life stuff, so stay tuned for more after this episode. Today, our topic is going to be a four-year degree versus certifications, and we know right now we're in the pandemic, and the job market is kind of fickle. Uh, today, I was listening to the news, and they say that jobs are coming back. I don't know where they're getting that from, because... A lot of people I'm listening to, they're still looking for jobs and all of that stuff. So today we're going to talk about those qualifications and what you need, because a lot of people are looking to pivot in their careers and all of that stuff. And I have special guests with me today, Melody Harvey. She is a lifetime learner. I am telling you, every time I talk to her, uh, she is learning something. She's doing a new course. She's always doing something. She is also the uh, member, leader, the lead uh, of the National Black MBA organization here, mm-hmm. the, New- the New York chapter. Mm-hmm. And um, she is my friend and colleague. I've known her for a while and I'm so excited to have her on the podcast today. Welcome, Melody. Hi, Molly. Thanks for inviting me. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, um, Apart from what I just said, what else do you want people to know to know about you? Tell them a little bit about you. Well, I just want everybody to know that um, what Molly mentioned was the key word pivot. Um, I feel like I've always had to find a way to adjust and pivot. You get comfortable. I'm one of those people that got very comfortable in a position. I thought I would be there forever and life happens. Um, Leadership changes, um, situation changes, job changes and you have to be ready to pivot. So in order to be um, relevant in the industry, um, I did that by supplementing with certifications. Um, I have a master's degree, I have an MBA, um, I have an MS in community health, and I have quite a few certifications. And again, I did that so that I could supplement my income and also make myself more relevant in my industry. Okay. So before we dive into that, it's the Network Hour podcast, and it wouldn't be the Network Hour podcast without we asking you about a networking story, uh, because networking is all in up through and in everything. So give me uh, a networking story that you remember that really stood out to you. Um, One networking story that really stood out to me is sometimes you just got to get out of your head. So just remember that, get out of your head. So... Um, 
I felt a little insecure. I was, um, I went, I made it my business to go to industry networking events. And sometimes I would just sit there and with my, you know, cause they always have drinks, sit there, sit with my, my drink and doing that, you don't meet anybody. But in my case, people did walk up to me because of course it's me, I don't know. <laughs> I have my smile, I have my lip on, you know, some people would just come up to me because, and that was something I noticed, it depended on where you are, you can sit there, but people do actually walk up to you, but I don't always suggest that, but in this case, in this particular case, people were walking up to me, and I think it was because I was laughing, I was smiling, it wasn't because of the drink, but I was laughing, I was smiling, and we were exchanging ideas, and, and at one point, it was just me and another person, then I had a group, but then that made me a little um, dependent on that. But sometimes you have to get up and walk around. So get out of your head, get up and walk around, talk to different people, smile, exchange ideas. And sometimes you might have to lead that ITS, lead, lead those conversations to other conversations because saying hi and goodbye and sharing a laugh is not enough. This is a network event. So you should exchange some emails, exchange your LinkedIn contacts, mm-hmm. maybe a phone number, yeah. And how has how has networking helped you in your in your journey uh, uh, to where you are now? It helped a lot because it expanded not just um, from networking, even though networking has this different reasons. So you want to network to get jobs. You want to network to get information. You want to network to create a group of a group of a cell of friends. But it depends on your reason for networking. But um, networking helped a lot for me in my job search and my and to learn more about the industry as a support as a, a support mechanism. That was uh, this is what I use networking for. But networking has many reasons. It doesn't just have to be about a job search. And um, sometimes, of course, if you don't have a job, that's that's your main focus. Mm-hmm. But um, you can use networking for many things. Yeah. And I've seen you in action when we've had events and stuff like that. I would say you are a connector because uh, then you also connect people with other people uh, of interest and bring them together uh, to talk. Uh, I've, I've, I, you've connected me with people more than, more than one time. So uh, networking is very important and you do definitely have to get out of your head. So I have this question for you. Uh, so we're talking about a four-year degree versus certification. And I am I have a lot of questions about this because sometimes I think to myself, why did I spend fifty thousand dollars to go and get this master's degree when I could have done just do some certifications or something? But before we get deep into the topic, I want to ask you, how have your learning experience been? Because you're someone who's always I've uh, been doing something. Uh, you you have your master's. You've been doing certifications and stuff like that. How has that been for you? Because sometimes you become, if you do all these things and then after doing all of that, you don't get a job or or sometimes it becomes taxing. Sometimes you feel feel down. So talk about how your learning experience. Talk about the ups and downs. How has that been? So I'll give you a up and a down. So the ups are, let's say you're unemployed, because of course everybody has been in a position where they're unemployed. Um, My learning experiences help me deal with unemployment. Now, um, as uh, as an unemployed person, you have options for learning experiences also, because there's Coursera, the 
uh, New York Department of Labor, there's a lot of free classes on, on Coursera, which mm -hmm. they offer certificates that yes. you can use and put on your resume. And, and, you, and you demi profile. as well, yes. Yes, mm -hmm. that are free. So you can use those. And again, how did I find out? Because I connected with other people and they let me know about that also. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes when you're unemployed, you get down on yourself. You're worried about your money situation, your living situation, your career. And just me finding ways to um, advance myself and to boost my um, my toolkit, as they say, um, as far as certifications go, I said, let me improve my skills and improve my profitability. So that's why when I was unemployed, I took a lot of courses and some I paid for, sometimes I didn't because of course you have limited funds, but fried, the first thing is free for me, find the free stuff first mm -hmm. <laughs> that you can um, use. And that's then, and of course, one of the downs is um, the fact that you're still, if you don't find a job, you feel like, oh, am I doing this for nothing? But I feel like investing in yourself is always a plus. Mm -hmm. it's, oh, it makes, it's always a way to make yourself more profitable and more marketable. Yeah, that goes right into the other question I was going to ask you, because uh, you are someone that keeps learning, you keep studying, you keep trying to um, um, keep your knowledge up. Why, why do you think that is important? It's important because, um, again, it makes you more, it increases your profit, increase your, uh, you can make more of a larger salary. A lot of companies, they won't even hire you if you don't have or put you at another level if you don't have at least a four-year degree or a master's degree. So that puts you in the running ahead of the competition. Mm -hmm. Then the certification boosts your, again, your marketability because you are, you show that you know your craft and you know your, and you have a certain set, a certain skill set. So mm -hmm. um, that's where that all, um, that helps with the, um, with where the certifications and where a degree helps because some, um, the way, this is 2021. Back in the day, all they all, all all companies cared about is for you to move to the to the next level. You had, like I said, you had to have at least a four year degree or a master's degree. Uh -huh. But nowadays, there are fields where you don't need a four year degree or a master's degree. But those a lot of those are tech fields, and it depends on what your goal is as far as your career path. Whether you should get a four year degree, a master's degree or supplement it with certifications. All that depends on your particular career path and the type of the career that you're gonna um, seek. And yeah. if you're gonna pivot, it depends mm -hmm. on everything on the situation. So let's talk about that four-year degree. And I was doing some research and for those of you out there who are wondering, a degree is an academic title you receive after completing several years of education. and there are four types, which is the associate's degree, the bachelor's degree, the master's degree, and then you have the doctoral degree if you're ambitious and want to go all the way there. So um, what are, what's the importance of the, of the four-year degree? Because you're talking about, you talk about in the past, a lot of employers looked at uh, if you had that, if you had that degree. If I'm correct, the associate degree does not take four years. I think it takes about two years. Mm -hmm. So um, there's there's different levels here to these degrees. So does that uh, does that affect your the job that you want to look for? Does that affect, um, let's say, for instance, you want to be a doctor or whatever? 
the degree, the importance of the degree is based on, on, on what? Let's talk about that a little bit. Now the importance of the having a degree, it takes you to the next level because let's say that you go to high school and you'd only do high school. So let's say that you're in a position where you need to go to the next level. Um, having a degree helps you improve your writing. A lot of um, degrees add a lot of different skills that you probably wouldn't get on the job. Uh, it might include um, improve your mathematics. It might improve your um, team building skills. Um, these, you, uh, the academic training helps a lot um, because when you leave, leave high school, you might not have gotten all of that when you were in high school. It supplements, again, it supplements your skill set. So as far as a two-year degree, depending on your career goal, that might be enough for you. And mm -hmm. again, if you want to move to the next level, you may have to get a master's, a four-year degree or a master's degree. And again, that is totally up to the individual and that individual's career path. Yeah. So I, I was looking and they said some, some of the jobs that do require a degree and you can't get away from not doing the degree, degree mm -hmm. is like uh, uh, being a physical therapist, an engineer, airplane pilot, a marketing manager, financial advisor or manager, architect, art director, scientist, um, some some um, of those business roles as well, financial analysts and all that stuff. I'm thinking that you would have to have a degree for those stuff. Um, so I remember when I I went to I went to LIU and and did uh, my masters in business and stuff like that. Uh, the thing is with the four-year degree, what I taught was once I, once I did my, my, my college and stuff, that bam, I would come out and I would put that on my resume and employers would see that and I would get a job right away. But it did not happen like that. I think I spent probably a whole year doing odds and ends jobs before I, I literally got a job. And sometimes the job you get is not even the job you want, or it's not even the job in the field of your study. So some people would say, and I know I've said it before, why did I go and get this degree and spend all this money if when I, when I come out, I'm not gonna get the job that I want? So uh, what do you say to people who have that kind of a, a, a concept of, Yes, a four-year degree is nice. It's all well and good. It's good for people to see it on my resume. It's good for people to see that I went to college or I went to a university. But then how does it serve me when I get in the job market if I'm not going to get a job that's going to pay me at least uh, 50000 and up or six figures for my master's degree or my bachelor's degree? And again, that goes back to um, charting your career path because um, I could say for myself that in the beginning, of course, it was all in my mind that um, I need to make more money, which is important. But some people say money is not important. It, it is important because you want to um, create a certain level of career. You want to create a certain lifestyle. Lifestyle, And again, depending on the field, you may not make the money, but you want to have the skill set to accomplish your dreams and accomplish and accomplish your duties and your and your during your job, like being a teacher, it may not pay as much as a tech person, but you want to be skilled enough 
to give um to um share knowledge with students and also you always want to be the best in your field you if you're going to be a teacher you want to be the best teacher in your field and the only way to do that you're not going to learn that all of that on the job you need to learn that skill set by going to a college or career or going to some uh, some type of technical or some type of school where you can learn it from some of these things you will not learn on the job mm-hmm the educational skills, the educational skills and knowledge you have to learn in school, unless you're gonna somebody's gonna take the time to tutor you, and again that's where a mentor comes in, where who will give you who will um, impart that knowledge to you also. But again, a lot of people uh, that's a whole nother relationship. A mentee and a mentor is a whole nother relationship. But as far as your skill set and being accomplished at what you do. You're going to learn that not only on the job, but when you go to a four-year college or, or, or some, type of, some type of certificate program. Now, uh, when I went to college, I thought the same thing, but um, a good friend told me, close your eyes and sign the paper. Yes, a lot of people <laughs> don't want the debt, but she said, you could, nobody can take your education from you because, again, depending on your social status, um, you might be have been the first person that ever went to college in your family. You might not have gotten that encouragement to go further than where you are in life. And a lot of people, you have to learn that. It's not just earn that. You have to learn that. You have to want it for yourself. And if you want things for you to obtain, obtain certain status in life or to obtain certain um, job skills, again, a, a, a level in a career, you have to make these changes. And one of those changes is going to be obtained, again, I keep repeating, is going to be obtaining some type of degree. Now you might say, oh, it's too much money. Again, you could all, you're investing in yourself. So if just like, if you, were, if you had kids that wanted to go to college, you're investing in your kids so that they can invest in their own careers and their own um, to career status and social status. So again, it's never too much money to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. So, and you, and you get that back by getting better jobs. Now in the beginning, it gets a little hard, but, but again, that where the net, that's where the networking comes in and you have to hustle. So you get a degree in just a piece of paper, but the status, by, the, the work you put behind it is what you gain. You can't see, see it as I'm paying $50,000 and $50,000 ain't nothing. I've seen, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I had a bigger student loan. I didn't want to say how big my student loan is. Okay. And you have to pay it back. But um, there's even ways where you can get um, a free four-year degree. I believe the city university is free in, in some places. It's free depending on your level, your uh, income level. Yeah, mine, oh, my, mine was $120,000. I, I finished I finish paying Paying, paying it off. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Oh my God. How did you do that? If you don't get a better job, you can't pay it off. And then not only that, if the lower money you pay, the less payment you have to pay. So that's a whole nother story about paying back a student yeah. loan. But the thing is with me paying that back too, I had to go, what they call that? I, I literally went on a noodle diet because <laughs> I, I didn't have the job that I wanted. So I wasn't getting the paycheck I wanted. But I realized that I had to pay this loan back so I couldn't go out and get the latest clothes or the latest shoes and all that stuff. So I was literally on a noodle diet. So having mm-hmm. your priorities in order is important, is very much important as well. But let's get back to skill set because we're talking about like a four-year degree and um, a four-year degree can help you to get higher paying jobs. But is it important to 
to go to the right school though, because sometimes you attend a college or university and that four-year degree, even though it's there, because of probably the status of the school or because of the curriculum of that four-year degree, you can leave that school feeling like if you didn't learn a little thing, you didn't learn anything much, and then you come out trying to go into the job ma market and you are just as bad as when you went into the school. Also, also with that four-year degree, like you said, you have to do other things while you're there because employers are looking for experience as well. So were you involved in, in organizations and stuff while you were pursuing that degree? Or did you pick up a, a part-time job or did you form some kind of a club or did you go on an internship, which are all important aspects to combine with that four-year degree because the four-year degree on its own um, might get you in the door, but what happens after that? So, so let's talk about that. Is the, is the school really important and, and the curriculum? And, okay, so it depends on your particular situation. So in my situation, I was single, I had no children, and I had the time to um, pick a school. And also, I didn't go to school right after, go to college right after high school. When I got out of high school, I got a job. So I have all, I was already a mature adult. And I didn't, again, I thought about how much of a loan I wanted to get and how easy was it going to be to get into school. So if you want to get into a top tier school, you have to sit down and take a GMAT or the GRE. And you have to pass, have to get a certain score to get either in the school and to be have access to certain funds and supplements to pay for your education. So as an adult, I didn't want to sit down and take the time to do either do the GMAT or spend a lot of time taking a lot of tests. But see, I didn't think, I, if I had known better, I probably would, should have taken a lot of time to get in a top tier school. And um, But at the time, look, I just want to get advanced in my career. So I went to, Mer the first school I went to was BMCC and then I went to Mercy College. These are not top tier schools, but they were, they were for adults that work during the day. They were geared toward adults that work during the day. So um, it was good for my schedule. And you talked about being a physical therapist. I wanted to be an occupational therapist. So that took a lot of studying. I learned we had to work in a lab. That was a that was a whole, I could give a whole situation on that also. But again, I was working through it. So I worked full time during the day and I went to school at night. A lot of these top tier schools at the time, they didn't have um, programs like that. So sometimes you don't have a um, they don't have the option to go to a top tier school because they don't fit schedules like that. A lot of a lot of adults will have to give up their permanent job to attend schools like that. But now it's a little different. Um, there are um, a lot of top tier schools are offering certificate programs that fit schedules like that. And of course, with the pandemic in place, now we have virtual learning. So again, you, it depends on your situation. If you are a, a fresh out of fresh out of high school, it's um, and you want to sit down and take the time to study. And I, again, I go back to that. If you take the, take the time to study for these certification and these courses, so. Even though the GMAT again is not a certification, you need to get a good score to get get in many of these top tier Ooh, schools. That GMAT was a killer for me. Yep. Oh. I studied for the GMAT too. 
I left that GMAT exam crying. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and if you and if you think about it, if you didn't, you some things you had to relearn because you did not learn them in high school. Exactly. Yes. Yes. What that, teachers, that, that's you made it that much harder. <laughs> those trigonometry questions. And yeah, they're not bad. They're not calculus. I was like, no. <laughs> you had to learn some kind. Um. Um. Um, you had to learn how to think, how to answer different types of, how to answer questions. So many things you, we do, we do, I'm sorry, you do, a lot of people did not learn this in high school. So again, yeah. going back to a four-year degree, you you have to, you have a chance to catch up and you, of, co of course you're paying for it, but you have a chance to catch up. Yeah. Make yourself more marketable. So let's and talk again, about, um, investing in yourself. should, should, should people consider, um, certifications instead of a four-year degree uh I, you know it goes back to what is your skill set and what is your and what uh what is your knowledge and what do you how much do you know that that you can actually get a job without getting a four degree for your degree and again it depends on your technical skill level and your career goals um, a lot of tech jobs you could do take um, go to a coding boot camp and, and still get a good um, salary. You can make be making over sixty, seventy thousand, eighty thousand dollars. But again, you could be on uh, entry length, entry level, or you could be on a management level. It depends on if you have a degree or not. So yeah. you could go to you could um, go to a uh, a coding boot camp and could get be some kind of analyst or associate. Depending on your level of education level, you could make, depends on how much money you make. Again, it, it affects your salary. So if you don't have a four-year degree, but you become a coder, you could make uh, quite a bit of money. But for you to go to the next level, right now, jobs want to see if you have a four-year degree or a master's degree. And again, you might have to supervise people. You might have to train other people. If And these skills, you could get you only get from on the job training or if you, again, if you take classes on that. And I feel like a lot of people, you can tell that they don't have the social training because of how they talk to people, how they interact with people. And you only get that from life skills. Yeah. You get so that from job experiences. So the job market in 2021 is still looking for that four-year degree. Mm -hmm. Right now, they're still looking for it. Okay. Again, you can get you can get a lot of technical jobs, where or even non-technical. Let's say that let's say that you somebody you knew somebody who knew somebody and they got you a good job. You're making that money, but are you successful at it? And if you know a lot of these people, sometimes they have problems. You could you can get by, but so far you can fake it till you make it, but for for, for so long. Mm -hmm. So yeah, again, you, you can fake it till you make it, but for so but for so long. So, and then again, these people still have to be trained. They have to get the experience. So they, you, you go to the center training by the job. They're, um, they're giving education classes. They gave it on the job training. They still had to get supplemental training. Yes, because uh, I know for some people, even though you went out there and you got that four-year degree or whatever, if you want to be a, a certified financial planner, you have to go and take the CFA uh, exam, which mm -hmm. is a certification. 
if you if you if you want to be a, a CPA or an accountant, you have to go and take that CPA exam, which is another important certification on top of your four-year degree. Also, if you want to be in project management, you have to go and take the, the PMP exam and all those, all, all that stuff if you really want to. Um, not just be in project management, but also have that level of pay that goes with that goes with that title. And then there is so many other other certifications out there that are important, like like um, there's SAP, and then there's all these these other things that has to go to supplement also with that four year degree. So is like is 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 study on top of study on top of study mm -hmm. um it's almost like you 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 can't stop learning <laughs> you yeah. and then sometimes you have to remember when you and, and it goes back to when you accept jobs but sometimes you take a job because of the job but the job the fringe benefits are very important you might be lucky enough to have a job where they pay for your education but it has to be in line with your job title so if like you said, like if I was in financial management, they might pay for my CPA, but they might not pay for my project management cert. And you could say some of them you used to be able to write off with your taxes, but you can't even have to figure out how to write it off with, on your taxes. There's so many um, nuances, but again, you're investing in yourself. So if you have your CPA, it, make a it may make a difference between you and your competition of who stays or who gets fired. Cause um, I want to go to another cert um, I remember if you didn't have your series, um, series 13, uh, like if you worked in insurance or if you worked in a, um, in a stock exchange, if you didn't have your stock, your stock search, like, um, is it series 13? I forgot the series, the difference, like series, series seven, series 63. Yeah, 60, series, series, six. series 63. Yeah. Series 63, um, series seven was, is insurance. So, and series 63, if you didn't have your series 63 by the certain quarter, you could get fired. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, you, you would lose your job. And then, um, so again, let's say I was the type of person who said, you know what? I don't have time. I got four kids. I got a husband. I don't have time. But you have to make the time because it, it was your career is at stake. So again, okay. it goes back to what are your career goals? Um, I remember a time where I worked with people that didn't even want to wor learn Word. They didn't want to learn anything they just wanted to do their job at this that's it but those days are gone uh -huh. if you don't meet the skill if you don't meet the um skill set they, they, they that's the reason for them to get rid of you and again those people also didn't have degrees so it was able to just tick them off uh -huh. and even working for the city um if you want to move ahead that was that was a uh, again i want to i don't want to say it's a barrier but it was a barrier if you didn't if you didn't have a four-year degree a master's degree, you could even move to the could move to the next level of a city exam. So these are all all these are in place to um, help people advance their career path or to deter people from advancing their career path. How does that work with you if you take the time again to invest in yourself and obtain either these degrees or these certifications? So let's talk about certifications because I've been noticing more and more people are take are taking certifications now. Uh, why do more and more employers uh, and employers are requiring certain certifications? So uh, why do you think that now in 2021 that uh, more people are doing certifications and also employers themselves are requiring these certifications, even if you have 
uh, a four-year degree, or even if you might not have had a master's degree and you have a bachelor's and you've been working in, in your job or in that industry for 10, 20 years, and now in 2021, you now are required to, to take some sort of certification. You're required to, to, to learn um, something more. Talk about that. Talk about why more and more people are taking certifications and why uh, more and more employers are requiring those uh, certifications. Because if you notice, a lot of uh, the budgets have, budgets have changed. At first, they would train you on the job. Let's say I'm going to go back to... Let me go back to healthcare because um, I have a CHC. So when I worked in compliance, I, it was compliance was new. It was a new field and everybody didn't have their CHC. Now you're noticing it showing up as part of the job description. They want you to come on a job with your CHC or you have to obtain it in six months. One is because they want people to know the skill. Plus they don't have, a lot of people don't know compliance and they want you to know it once you get on the job and, and nobody to train you. It's not offering anybody to train you. You have to get the on the job experience. So they, um, so I see that job, um, a, lot of, a lot of jobs are included in their list of requirements. So, um, and there's so many things you can't learn on the job. You have to join these organizations to get information to be better in your craft, to learn compliance, or in my case, to learn healthcare compliance. And to join an organization, have access to information, to um, speak to other, again, uh, another avenue for networking. When you join these organizations, another, these, it's not just, again, getting a certification, taking a test of certification. You have access to information that used to be free on the, on the internet. Now you can't access that information unless you're part of the organization, unless you have that certification. Yeah. A lot of people are using the certifications as well as a form to, uh, a pivot in their career because a lot of them since the pandemic and stuff like that have um, realized that they need uh, to pivot into maybe a different career field or they need to upscale, they need to advance up to, to get a better position in their jobs or in their field or whatever. So that, that's something I'm, I've been noticing. I myself, uh, since the pandemic has have been taking um, certain certifications that is needed for me in my career and, and, and what I want to do. So I think um, the pandemic has made uh, people have a, a bigger, like it's become an eye opener to, to let people know that you uh, being comfortable in this one job is not, is not enough. You need to have certain, certain different things where in the event that something happens like this pandemic, that you're able to pivot into other areas to have that, to really have that skill to maintain that job or to, to be able to go over here and do something else because this one, this here is no longer viable. So I think that's, that's another reason too why why more, more and more people in 2021, you're looking on Facebook, you're looking on LinkedIn, and you're seeing all of these people doing all these uh, different certifications and all these different industries that had limited people. And then in 2021, all of a sudden, you see everybody's in this field now, they're doing this, they're doing that. I remember when I, when I was talking about networking and and all that stuff. I, there was literally 
hardly anyone really talking about it as, as a coaching mechanism and all that stuff. And now I am looking in 2021 and you see all these coaches come up and they talking, they talking about networking, they're talking about personal branding and they're talking about all that stuff. So it's it's like everyone is just shuffling now to figure figure things out and oh I need to do this. I need to get my skills up here. I need to get my skills up there to to be able to sustain themselves and to survive in this pandemic and in the job market. Yeah, and then you have to remember when you go on interviews, it's not even even if you have a certificate, is whether they feel that they can work with you or if you're a good fit, because that's the that was the buzzword, if you're a good fit. So in order to put yourself ahead of the herd, you have to have things that in your again, I keep saying the toolkit that make you marketable. So having additional certification in that particular field that are beneficial to that posi- particular position puts you ahead of everybody else. And when it comes down to uh, even crunch time when they're doing layoffs, they want to see who is a good fit, who is being productive, who has the certification or able or able to do the job if they're, if they're even getting good um, feedback from their boss. But um, the certification also gives justification for actually even paying your salary because they say, yeah. okay, they have the degree, they have the certification, they're doing this, they're part of this project, part of that project. It just makes you more marketable. And um, I've heard so many times where people say, you know what, I don't have time for that. I'm not doing that. But again, it, it still comes down to where they're faced with the decision of having to do something to make themselves more marketable in their field. Yeah. And more relevant. And then you said the key word pivot um, because of COVID, a lot of people, a lot of jobs are not there anymore and you have to move to another field and you want to learn another field. Where it's, and it's sometimes, again, sometimes people are not going to train you. They don't want to train you. You have to be, you. Um, I hate that word, hit the ground running because that's kind of unfair to put people in that position, but you often hear it. And if you hear somebody say hit the ground running, that means they don't have, they may mean that they don't have things in place and you're going to have to do a lot of stuff yourself. Yeah. And life, life is not fair, people. Life is, yeah. <laughs> life, life is not easy. It's not fair. <laughs> so, since since certifications seem to have a, a good amount of weight, I would say, should students consider, even if they're doing a four-year degree, should students consider looking at doing certifications on top of that four-year degree, even before they graduate? Should they should they look into certification programs? and do them along with their four-year degree or is or is that too much or, or should might, you just just yeah, it wait might be until too much for a student. Yeah. yeah it may or may not because um a lot of colleges they have let's say they have like NABA NABA is a lot in a lot of a lot of colleges and what it does is it um opens doors for students to find out more about accounting because NABA is accounting right and yeah. finance so you learn more about um, accounting and finance and how to get your CPA and you should know about this so that you know that once you get your four-year degree, you can that you have to move on to get your CPA. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I believe some certification you need to, have, need to have some college credits anyway to even yeah. get the certification. So um, when these um, organizations are on campus and uh, mentoring and speaking to students, that helps a lot. But they should look into it. Um, I wouldn't say spend money out at spend money immediately. 
because um, it depends on your financial situation. Because if you're getting student loans and everything, hey, you can spend you can spend a little extra money to do that too. Put a, put some money aside for that because you got to pay it back anyway. Yeah, you put money aside to get your CPA so you could be ahead of the ahead of the ahead of the uh, ahead, ahead of, of the game. Yeah, you could be yeah. ahead of the game. Put you right ahead of the game. CPA is expensive. Again, you also have to spend. That's another. I want to go back to the certification. Certificate. That's one of the downsides of certification and having multiple certifications. They are costly. They cost money because let's say even if the price of the certification is cheap, to maintain your um, certification, you either have to get CPEs, which are certi- uh, is a certified education units or uh, certif- uh, certified professional education where it might be one to 17 depends on the length of the course and um what was being taught so sometimes you need let's say i go back to this uh, another certification for cia you need 40 um cpe uh the cpes to maintain your certification or you're going to lose it and have to take the test again who wants yeah, to go through yeah. that yeah. you have to <laughs> right? renew so, some certifications right? you have to renew yeah, yeah so, a lot of certification you must renew, especially um, project management. I have safe. I have a safe certification. Why? Because I needed to pivot. I was. I was thinking faster. Like how can I make myself more marketable? Marketable. So I took the safe, which is um, scaled agile. So scaled agile has different certifications. So I got Scrum Master, and I got another one <laughs> for one for government. So because I noticed that a lot of my job they wanted project management, but again they weren't willing to train me. So I had to learn it <laughs> Wow! and to get access to the information and access to the website. I took the certs. I spent a little money. I got the certs and got that. I passed the certs and I find myself learning to use it. And I see that a lot of companies want scaled agile. And again, in my field, I have compliance, tech audit. So they were, um, it may be a little bit of a unicorn. Uh-huh. So a lot of jobs, I might not have a fit, but a lot of jobs needed people that had that skill set. It's a rare skill set to have all that together. So I made myself more marketable because I wanted to continue a certain lifestyle. I wanted a a certain salary, but again, certifications are costly. You might be lucky if you get a a job that has good benefits that will pay for your certifications. Some jobs, they have a budget for that. But if if you're on a certain level, you have your own budget, you carve out a budget for education. Uh And all the way you could do that is to have the tools or degrees that they could justify paying you the salary where you can get your own budget and pay for, and have a budget set aside for education. Yeah. And for, for students, it's so important to, to join these organizations as well, right? Because you go to school and you, you get the full year degree, but there are certain things that you also need to be abreast of and you need to, to be informed about that you probably would not get in, the, in your full year degree while at college or university. So it's important to uh, come in all the way back to networking again, to get involved in these organizations such as NABA, such as the National Black MBA, and mm-hmm. there are urban, the Urban League and so many different organizations that would give you these kind of uh, information that you need to really uh, be able to advance in your career. Because I know coming out of grad school and coming out of undergrad school, your focus is not really to... Uh, get a certification in anything your focus Mm -hmm. is to hand out the resumes get in the job interview and get the job and then you get the job and you feel good that you have the job and you 
you become comfortable. And I would, I would say the thing is to not become complacent. I, mm-hmm. I would say at least after a year or two years in a job, you should look for how you're going to uh, uptake or how you're going to grow in that job and advance in that job. Is there advancement in that company for you? And what certifications or, or what things that you might need to help you advance in, in that job or in your field? And so that's where the importance of certifications come in again because you, you might not want to go to the master degree level or the doctoral level, but you can also take these certifications to supplement your bachelor's degree or your associate's degree that would give you that same experience to be able to go to another level in the company or even to pivot into a different company or a different uh, industry or a different field. Yeah, and then as... Um, now I joined the National Black MBA um, back when I first was in undergrad. And again, um, I had somebody who was kind enough to explain to me that I needed to be, again, with like-minded individuals. So um, when I say like-minded individuals, I say individuals who would be supportive of your career goals and with who you could um, learn from. Again, learn about more, your career, more about your career. And um, currently um, I'm doing a training and certification series so again, if you have people who have certifications or who would like to talk for the National Black MBA for Metro New York chapter, call me. I'm on <laughs> contact me. I'm on LinkedIn. <laughs> and uh, again, I'm on LinkedIn. So again, I wanted to put this out there so that um, people understand that I have my degree. Now what? You know, because you again, like Molly mentioned before, you've realized that you you not you don't have the job you want. And when you evaluate it, it's because you need to. And um, enhance your skill set and make yourself more relevant, more have add more tools to your toolbox so you could be more marketable in your field and to be the best at your, and the best at in your craft. Yeah. So I was looking at the advantages and disadvantages of certifications, and uh, from my research, what I came up with, uh, they they showed me ten certification that leads to high paying jobs, and these certifications were. Certifications like emergency medical technician, technician, which is probably in high demand right now since the mm-hmm. pandemic and stuff like that. Funeral director, Rick Mason, personal trainer, medical coder, firefighter, air traffic controller, automobile service station manager, real estate broker, margin department supervisor. And they're saying that all these certifications can lead you to high paying jobs. And and when you look at a certificate versus a degree, when hiring for a position, many employers look for candidates who have received a certain amount of training or education in that career field. So Mm -hmm. certifications come, because with some certifications, things that you have to do are practical as well to, to gain the certification. Because I know when I was doing my uh, certification for uh, to, to get my insurance license, uh, he- uh, health, uh, accidents, and life insurance, I had to do some practical stuff. I actually mm-hmm. had to do some field work yeah. before I can actually do the exam and then get the certification. Also for my certification for, for career coaching, I had to do field work. I had to actually coach clients and stuff like that before and and 
do a written report before I can actually get the certification. So, so these are the advantages of you doing our certifications. Uh, I'm not sure. Sometimes you get practical in the four-year degree as well. Some professors and stuff would give you field work. I, I know I had a professor, I was doing business law. Business law, I think it was my capstone capstone thing yeah and I had to do I had to do projects I had to I had to listen to the news I had to do report book reports and all these different stuff and that's where you get to build on your your practical uh critical thinking and stuff like that so I would say a four-year degree is important and I think as well, certifications are, are important as well. Sometimes they hold even, um, some would say they hold just as much weight as the four year, as the four year degree. Because mm -hmm. even if, let's say that you become an ENT and you don't have college, um, you could just do, be an ENT, but then there's other certifications after that, because ALS, ALS, you have to um, um, advanced life support. You um you take the EMT exam. Do you have to sit um get another certification? Um, you have to you still have to learn some um other skills that you might have to go go to training or go to a four year college for. There's some EMTs mm -hmm. that are, are nurses or that were former doctors that were in the army or the or in the armed services. They have to learn those skills. And again, some some certifications you need to have a four year degree. Yeah. Definitely. So if you want to stay where you are, that's fine. If, you, if you're at a certain level, that's good for you. But if you want to advance, you still have to supplement it with the four. You, you may, you, I shouldn't say you still, you may, you may have to, depending on the field, depending on, on your career goals, you may have to supplement it with the four-year or two-year, four-year or master's degree, depending on the career. Yeah. Uh, and I was just, I was looking at some differences between the four-year degree and the certification. And I just want to read you guys some of the differences is time commitment. Obviously, the four-year degree is going to be a longer time commitment than the certification. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also requirements. The four-year degree has uh, different requirements than you doing a, a certification. Uh, it's required that you have a high school diploma that that you do the GMAT or the GRE or some mm -hmm. sort of something like that before you you get that. And then you have the coursework. The coursework is different because the it's the four year degree is longer, so it's going to be a more vigorous and more longer um, coursework. And then also teaching the course. <laughs> mm -hmm. The course is different because the four year degree. The four-year degree is more expensive, right? The four-year degree mm -hmm. is more expensive than the certification. So I, I could see where some people would be tempted to just do the four-year degree, the um, certification instead of the four-year degree. But like mm -hmm. you said, um, most employers, they want that four-year degree as well, even though you have the certification to, see, to show that you had some sort of academic uh, experience behind your name. I just want to give uh, consider consider these questions when you're trying to make that decision between whether it be a four year degree or a certification. Determine how quickly you need to earn your credentials. 
think about balancing work and school. Like you said, you went to Mercy College uh, because it, it was convenient for you, for people who, who were working and wanted to go to school as well while they were working. You have to consider that as well. And you also mentioned consider the field you want to work in. And, and it depends on the field you, that would help you to make a decision whether you should go the four-year degree route or just the certification. And also plan how far you want to advance in your career, like, we, like we've been saying through this whole podcast. Yes, and, because uh, I don't want to interrupt you, but make, again, no, go ahead. not only do I have a degree for Mercy, I got a... I have my MBA and I have a law, a master's in law and um, data privacy law from Condozo Law School in Shiba University. Why? Because I didn't have to pivot. I want to learn about data privacy law. I wasn't learning that at work. So not, but I think because I had that Condozo law degree master's that could open doors too. some of these, mm-hmm. depending on what school you go to or school you pick, they can open doors for you. Definitely. And I wanted to say to, uh, Consider where you are in your career currently, because um, sometimes we say like you're already in the job, you're doing the job, and you might be um, dissatisfied with where you are, because sometimes we get so complacent when we are in a job, and we don't think about, okay, I need to move, I need to transition, or I need to pivot, or I need to grow. So uh, that's a good question to think about, too, is to consider where you are in your career currently. And if you are satisfied with where you are, if you're not satisfied, then you might need to do something about it and and get some certifications under your belt so that people would notice you or your employer would notice notice those things. And and I say a good thing, too, is even if you're in a job and and you, you might be dissatisfied or you might like it, it's always good to, to keep um, that competitive advantage because there are, there are students coming out of school all the time with degrees and all that stuff. And because you're in a job and you have it already, that doesn't mean that you can't lose it. So uh, paying attention and also uh, thinking about learning and not only just learning and having the degree, but also taking it to your employer to let them know that you have this so that when, when positions come around or growth come around or you need to negotiate for a raise in salary and all that stuff, that you have these things that you can say, I have X, Y, Z, I've worked for you, this, that, that, I have these certifications and I do think that I need to be compensated uh, more for this job or whatever. That's that's another important aspect as well. And then also I wanted to say, um, a lot of times you see um, a lot of publications say, how many certifications is too many certifications? Well, <laughs> you have to, again, like Molly mentioned, stay, the, determine what is your career, what is your career path? They And it might not be the same all the time and you have a right to change your mind. And mm-hmm. sometimes, again, you have to pivot. So try to align your search with that particular career path because they're costly to maintain and again it's continuous learning you always have to maintain them so if if um if you don't have the time or the resources for a whole bunch of search so you have to try to strategize what cert you're going to get and when you're going to get it and how you're going to use it yeah and that's that comes to my last point does it pay off 
Is it going to pay off in the end for you? So that's something you have to think about. Before we before we wrap up, I just had this um, statistic. It says about 33% of people who hold certificates also have associates, bachelor's, or, ma or master's degree. And over 60% of these those people earned their certificate first. So it seems like people do certification first to give them some, um, because you know, when you're trying to get into that college or four year degree, they, uh, or you're trying to transfer, they ask you for credits and all that sort of stuff. So it mm -hmm. seems like people do certifications to get into these uh, four years degrees and stuff like that. And, and that's the statistics that they, they say people use it as a stepping stone to a degree later or on the flip side, earn certification to pivot or for career advancement. So um, a four-year degree is important. And like we discussed today, certifications are also important. I think they're even more so now important now that we are in 2021, because uh, there's a lot of pivoting going on. People are opening a lot of businesses. A lot of entrepreneurs are being born. People are going into different fields that they might not have been in before. And so I think certifications in a big way are helping people to really add to their, add to their resume so that they can really be com competitive and compatible in these jobs. So, so that's just my, my take on the, on the four-year degree and on the certification. So before we let Miss Melody go and enjoy the rest of her day, Miss Melody, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Thank you what for having are, me. What are some final tips or that final advice that you would give to people um, looking to decide between a four-year degree or a certification? Um, my final advice is always, in, like I mentioned before, it's always important to invest in yourself. I mean, life happens. Um, you might have certain obligations and um, be in such a certain situation, financial situations, but it's all going to pay off. It, it's always best to invest in yourself. It's better for your family. It's better for your children's future because they see you as an example so that they know that they, there's other things to in life that could make them more productive or to help them in their career goals. It'll help you financially because it'll help to uh, make you more marketable and help to either increase your salary or make you more uh, help to make you more relevant in your career path. And it just makes you a more rounded or more well-rounded person. That's my opinion. Thank you. Thank you so much for that, Melody. Thank you so much, so much. I am so happy that I had the opportunity to talk to you today about four-year degree versus versus uh, certifications. It's a, it's a burning topic. It's a big topic that everyone talk about. And before I end, I always end with a networking quote. And my networking quote today is from Bob Berg. And he said, the successful networkers I know, the ones receiving tons of referrals and feeling truly happy about themselves continually put other person's needs ahead of their own. So remember, remember in networking, while you want to, while you want to advance in your career, while you want to get those uh, things for yourself, you have to remember 
that it's also a mutually beneficial relationship and you also have to give of yourself and give value out there and help others. Because when we help others, we build on each other and we grow together. Yes, to grow together. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Melody. This has been another episode of the Network Hour podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. I will put Melody information in the podcast notes. Feel free to reach out to her and you can reach out to me as well. All the information will be in the podcast notes. Remember to support this podcast and give a monthly donation if you can. And we will see you next time. Again, happy Women's History Month. And thank you so much for joining us. All righty. Thank you.